I used to be an adventurer like you. And I took an arrow in the knee. Everybody, it is that time of the day, that time of the week, that time of the month, that time of the year. It is the RPG Kingdom podcast. I, of course, am Adam. It is March 6th. It's March already, Travis. It's been March for like six days. I know. It feels so weird because in 10 days, that's when I got sent home from work from the coronavirus. So I've been like living and working and doing everything from my house for almost a full year now. And we we're talking about this the other day. I'm pretty sure I'm going to come down with agoraphobia. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I was fired seven days ago last year see you're working and then i was laid off in july so now i'm not working but it's a it's a fun time it yeah it is what it is you get to play all the final fantasy 11 that you wish i haven't played in like um like two three weeks i'll have you know i don't care (laughs) (laughs) but uh but yeah how how have you been uh otherwise i'm not bad i you know i'm getting ready to redo my whole setup here Mm-hmm. Again, again, uh, just because I I always redo it like once every couple months. As you can see, I we just bought a new printer. It's behind me there, yeah. um, and we don't have a lot of room for it. So I'm gonna redo everything, and I'm gonna make my background more nice for streaming and whatnot. Okay, so that's gonna be coming up probably tomorrow, and then I'm thinking Monday I'm gonna start streaming on a Twitch channel regularly. Nice. That's unless cool. you can see. I have two small white dogs and, well, <sighs> covered in white dog hair. <laughs> I I had I had a large gray dog about five, six years ago, and his hair is still popping up in places in the new house, and he never lived here. That's impressive. Yes, that is very also, impressive. Also, I see your little uh, thing behind you that says, I love you. Yeah, I my uh, that came in the mail not, not too long ago. Um, I actually have I have this one. Terror for the kids. For the kids. I, I know it seems kind of weird. Terror for the children. But uh, I'm a fan of terror for the yeah, children. There you go. I really am. <laughs> um, uh, so what have you been it doing? Didn't work. It didn't work, so they sent me another one. And my wife opened that one up and she put I love you. And that was nice of her. She's a keeper. She is. She's absolutely a keeper. I mean, um, she gave you three kids. She did. She gave more me than I, that's, that's more than I can give you. I know. I'm sure. You but what have you been playing, Travis? Uh, what I've been playing, uh, I've really only been playing two games uh, this week. Uh, the main one has been Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, I am slightly addicted to it, just slightly. Not like slightly. not like uh, you know, calling off of work to play kind of addicted. But um, I got my my main, which is a healer, up to 25, which is the furthest I've ever gotten ESO. Um, and that's been a lot of fun. Uh, healing is, is like dumb, simple in the early stages of ESO. Like, I don't think there's any challenge of it until you get to veteran and hard mode dungeons and stuff like that. Um, but it is just, it's been super easy and, uh, I don't foresee it getting any more difficult. Um, not, not for at least like another 25, 30, 40, 50 character, uh, champion points and levels and stuff. So. Um, I got my three main crafting skills up to uh, all above level 10, which is great. Nice, uh, nice. Which is blacksmithing, clothing, and clothier, and uh, woodworking, which is cool because I enjoy crafting. And uh, I'm starting to find it a little fun. 
Uh, it's not as awful as I originally thought it to be now that I'm really engrossing myself in it. Um, it's no Final Fantasy fourteen, but it's still it's 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 all right. It's I mean it's it's Elder Scrolls crafting. It's the same thing. Yeah, I, I mean I played a lot of Skyrim and crafting in that is you just press the button. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Um, I mean, there are some little extra things to it, like the styles and collecting motifs and um, you know doing your research and stuff like that, so you can uh, make better weapons and, and armor and stuff like that. So that's just, it's it's not bad. It's really customizable. It's just not a complicated system. Um, that's understandable. Yeah, um, and I'm also playing Trials of Mana, in which I have reached chapter three finally, and uh, I fought. I fought this one boss that had me so awfully frustrated that I was like ready to just turn off the game and quit and not get my platinum in it. Um, it was just oh, you're, you're getting the platinum. I'm getting I, the I've platinum. Just it for you. Um, I'm I'm playing on hard because there is one boss you have to be on hard in order to get the platinum. So I figured I just play through. I just play through the whole game on hard. Um, so that's what I'm doing. Uh, but that one boss, I forget what his name was, um, but it was for when you had to get shade. Uh, the the mana spirit shade and uh it it wrecked me like i had to use all of my cups of wishes i had to use almost all of my chocolates all my candies i was i was not in good shape at the end of that fight um but i like candy I, candy's good bubblegum um, and taffy what's that bubblegum and taffy <laughs> i want candy bubblegum and taffy step to me punk you're gonna get your ass beat nasty anywho some old mcp pants mcp pants um but uh, I am I'm progressing I'm progressing very uh, pretty far in it. Uh, I have five out of the eight mana spirits. Um, I like I said I'm on chapter three, uh, and it's it's going pretty well. Uh, the game is a lot of fun. Uh, the combat's really simple, but it's fun. It's just it's just I don't know. It's engaging somehow with being that simple. So I'll take it. But, I, I need to get back into it. I of yeah, course have it on the switch. Of okay. course. And I played, I think, chapter one, and then something else came out. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, I'm not I'm surprised. Go over to this. I'm not surprised. Uh, I have is, a horrible problem with that. I know. All right. I know. We're all ADD gamers here. But, I'm, uh, I, like, we, we talked about this, too, the other day. Like, I'm a mix between AD, ADHD and OCD gamer. Yeah. Because yeah. once you hyper-focus on something, it's like, this is it. This is my yeah, life and, now. And, and I'm, <laughs> I'm about to talk about that. Yeah. I'm playing anything else, though. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's good, and I do recommend it to anybody who's listening. Um, give it a shot. It's not too expensive at this point. I think it might be 35, 35 or forty, or maybe thirty. Um, but it is it's not bad. It's worth checking out. Um, and that's I'm, it. I'm looking at how much it is right now. Okay, uh, but yeah, that's it for me. Uh, like I said, I've only been playing those two games. Uh, I am looking back, looking to get back into uh, Yakuza this week. Um, but I, I do have some ESO that I that I want to play. Um, for our for for youtube man my yeah. nose, it's just like crazy and uh yeah we'll get there i'll get there uh trials mana you can get on the switch for 30 bucks okay. right now okay so it's probably either the same or cheaper on on ps4 yeah i think it was anything I think else I paid you've been playing? nope i've been playing nothing else i deleted all my mobile games so i'm not playing egg anchor or anything like that anymore <laughs> good old egg <laughs> yep um Nope, no more mobile games. I'm done, done with those. Well, you're not a gamer if you're playing mobile games. I'm not. You're not a gamer unless you min-max. Yeah, exactly. Um, for anybody um, that's listening, no. That, no, I, I crap you not. Somebody on Twitter actually replied to me saying, if you don't min-max, you are not a gamer. 
Yeah. If you don't know what min-maxing means, you are not a gamer. Yeah. And that that's blew some, my mind. That's some of the dumbest shit I've heard in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> anything, but that's it. You've only been playing, well, ESO, because it's an MMO. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, of course, Trials of yep. Mana. That's it. Nothing that's else? Because you, you, had, you, had you had a heavy plate the other week. You were playing, like, five different things. Yeah, um, I do have to uh, get back into uh, playing Yakuza, like I said. And uh, I do want to pick up a little bit of Fantasy Star 2 to see if I if, if I enjoy it as much as I enjoy uh, PSO 1. Um, PSO 1 I will still play and greatly enjoy. But PSO 2, they've added and changed a lot. So I don't know if I'm going to have the same feeling with that as I did with PSO 1. But, hey, I got, I, I'm, I'm not going to know until I try, so... I played um I played a good chunk of the beta on the Xbox when that came out and I got bored really quick. Okay. It might be because there wasn't a lot in the beta. Okay. But uh I I might jump back into that. I might I might take a look at that. I don't know where I'd play it. It's cross platform though, isn't it? I think so. I play on Steam. I, I get that. I think all the well they're not servers, they're ships or whatever. Yeah. I think I think they're cross platform cuz I got the Series S sitting right here, and I don't do anything with it. So maybe I should. Go for it. Try it. But, um, so I've been playing... Well, the new Smash Brothers character came out, of course. Uh, Pyra and Mithra from Xenoblade 2. I played a little bit of them. Pyra's quick and weak and... I don't know. Pyra's fast and or hits hard <laughs> and is slow as shit. Okay. Possibly the slowest character in the game. Oh, wow. But okay. we'll, we'll, de- we'll destroy you if you catch him on a good uh, smash attack or something. Okay. And, then, and Mithra is quick and weak as hell. Okay. Like Sheik. Like Sheik. Um, not a big fan of them at all. Fair enough. Um, a little bit of that. Um, I have also been playing Risk of Rain 2 with McD's LPs. Uh, he's a phenomenal person. Uh, we played a lot. We played like probably for like three hours today as well, earlier. And then Bravely Default 2. Huh. Came out last Friday. Played about four hours on 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 Friday. Didn't play much over the weekend, but all of a sudden now I'm at forty five hours. <laughs> nice. And I'm only on chapter four. There's six chapters. I'm only on chapter four. So um, uh, I've been max like I have every job that I've unlocked, which I think I have about sixteen jobs unlocked so far. I have everyone maxed out on every character. Nice. And I'm a little over leveled, so things are kind of easy. Not surprised. But the game, the game's wonderful. If you if you have a Switch, pick it up. It's a load of fun. It's a love letter to every early Square Enix game, like Phoenix Downs or Phoenix Downs. Hmm. You, know, you got you got all your classes. You got like Warrior, well, Freelancer, um, White Mage, Red Mage, Black Mage, Thief. It's just it's Final Fantasy V with a new coat of paint. You're still doing the Warriors of Light shit, mm-hmm. but I'm really enjoying it. So um, just play it. <laughs> there's okay. there's overworld there's rare monsters that are overworld monsters. They have rare drops and that you could keep fighting them, almost like world bosses. And I've been farming those for rare drops and it's been helping me level the um, job points. Is I have another farm for those. I could level a job from 1 to 12 in like 20 minutes now. That's awesome. Uh, I have one more town in Chapter 4 I have to go save. 
and then chapter five if it's anything like bravely default one and bravely second at the end of chapter five it's like a false ending and then you could reload your save and there's a full chapter six where you uh, where you actually get the, the real ending and shit okay they did that in bravely one and bravely second and it, i'm assuming they're going to do it again um but uh came out to pretty good sales and pretty good um uh reviews as well for anybody that's a big fan of jrpgs highly recommend that game yeah i, I i'm going to pick it up but not yet uh, because I want to concentrate on what I'm playing now, I don't want to get sidetracked from trials yet until I yeah. get that three times. So, well, here, here's what I was talking about the uh, the ADD and OCD when it comes to games. Like, and this has been rough for me because it's been hard to get hooked on a game. Besides Final Fantasy XI, when I was deep in that, so I picked this up. Like I said, I played for four hours the day it came out. I didn't do much over the weekend because I was just kind of hanging out with my girlfriend. We were watching some uh, Marvel movies and shit. Nice. And then, and then I jumped into it Monday, and Monday I played it all day, and that's I, I got hooked, and mm. it's all I've been playing besides, like I said, a little bit of Risk of Rain and a, a little bit of uh, Smash Brothers. Nice. That's it. Cool. Uh, yeah, um, so now we have some news, Travis. We got some news. Uh, you want to do the first two, and I'll do the last three? Sure. Um, okay. So Forever, Forever Entertainment, who um, they did the remake of Heads Dragoon that just recently came out on the Switch, the PS4. Um, it's, I don't think it's on PC or Xbox. It might be on Xbox. I don't think you could actually pick it up on PC, but they did a really good job with that remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just signed a deal with Square Enix to remake some games for them. Remake, remaster. Um, we're not sure yet. We don't know what they're going to be either. A lot of people are thinking it's older Final Fantasy games like we saw Final Fantasy 1 and 2 remade and put it onto the PSP, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping for um, Parasite Eve. Yeah, Parasite Eve is one of my favorite games from the PlayStation Two um, or PlayStation One. Parasite Eve Two was really good, and then Third Birthday on the PSP, which a lot of people didn't get to play because it was on the PSP. Um, I really hope that they do something like that. It could be the older um, Star Ocean games. It could be the the Soul Blade, the the Quintet trilogy, or whatever it is. Yep, yep. Quintet would be wonderful. Would be oh my gosh, I would I would fawn over that. It could be, it could be, a bunch of side stuff like Vagrant Story, Seven the tactics saga. game, Seven Saga. Fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> Mario RPG. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. I think uh, I think Nintendo owns the rights to that though. Probably. To be honest, but there's so much they could do. Um, so here's hoping they do some good stuff. Like I yeah. said, they did the Panzer Dragoon um, remake recently, and they did a really good job with that. So let's hope. It's something good. I got my fingers crossed for Bouncer. I didn't mind Bouncer back I in the thought, day. I thought Bouncer was freaking awesome. It was a little was slow to load, but besides that, it well, was yeah. a fantastic game. And uh, Air Highs or whatever it is? Uh, Air Guys for, uh, for PSX. That yeah. Was fun. The uh, that was fun. Final Fantasy fighting game. Exactly. And that was the first, uh, <laughs> that was the first time Cloud uh, was out of, his, uh, out of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, and actually, that was the first uh, roguelike I ever played too, because there was the roguelike oh, yeah. mode and the fighting mode. So, oh yeah. And then next on the news, we have um, there's more Switch Pro rumors going around. Mm-hmm. This time from Bloomsburg, the person that broke the article, he called the uh, the Switch Lite. So it is a reliable source. And there's some interesting rumors going around. You know, Samsung's like ramping up OLED screens for Nintendo. Yeah. Which that had been leaked to him specifically. Um, it was Takashi Matsuma, I think his name is, and 
So they're like pumping out a million, going to be pumping out a million screens in June and probably a million a month up until the release. Okay. People are, people are saying it's going to be for December. It's going to be released this year. I think it's going to be released this um, this fiscal year for Nintendo. I'm, I'm thinking March because they have until April 1st for the fiscal year. So I'm thinking it's going to be March and we're going to see games specifically launch with it. Maybe Breath of the Wild 2 and uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Specifically, um, that that Arceus trailer was chugging. It was more like it was more like um like stop motion animation that wasn't done yet. It did not look good frame rate wise. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna need a little bit more power. They didn't release any other information yet, like what kind of chips that's gonna be. I'm thinking it's gonna be the Tegra two. Rumors are 720p OLED screen and then docked 4K support, but not true 4K would be, probably be that uh. Um, deep level super sampling mm-hmm. the AI 4K support uh, NVIDIA has already on the Tegra 2 chip so um, that's where I think it's going to go and then uh, there's already rumors going around that there's going to be games specifically for whatever they call this some people are going to say it's the Super Switch like the Super Nintendo Switch Yeah. Um, also with uh, Switch Pro but or the new the new Nintendo Switch, something like that. Uh, Crusher in the chat, he's like, "What do you think the battery life would be on the Switch Pro?" Thirty-seven minutes. OLED, OLED screens don't use as much power as an LCD screen now, so I think it'll be a little bit better. I mean, if you look at the original Switch, um, before the the, the revision, the uh, original Switch is three to five hours. Version 2, which was the revision that came out, I think, early last year, maybe late 2019, that's five to nine hours. I'd say if with an OLED screen and the if they use the same battery, which they probably will because it's pretty cheap right now, you'd still see that five to nine hours, to be honest. That'd be nice. Um, That'd be really nice for, for the updated power and a better screen. Uh, I'd be fine with five to nine. Yeah, and a lot of people are like, why aren't they doing 1080p on the screen uh, on in handheld? Pixel density for 720p is just as good as 1080p at that at that size yeah. for a seven inch screen. You wouldn't so notice a big difference. And most of the most of the games you're playing in handheld right now, they don't play at 720. I think Mario Kart 8 is one of them. Um, I think Mario Odyssey is one of them, but a lot of them don't even play at 720p on the screen. Right, right. So, uh, I think the battery life will be all right. Okay. And how, cool. you, and how you doing, Crusher? Um, all right. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Disgaea 6, Defiance of Destiny. Uh, it's launching for the Switch on June 29th. Uh, we got a release date for that. Uh, that's in North America and Europe. Uh, I don't know the Japan release date, but I'm sure it'll probably be sometime before that. It usually is. I thought it was already out in Japan. Uh, very well could be. I don't know. I didn't check. Um, I'm I'm a slacker. I, I didn't feel like doing it, so I didn't do it. Um, <laughs> sticking with, uh, with Nipponichi, uh, Nipponichi Software America announces Pretty Presents... NIS Classics, Volume 1, uh, for the Nintendo Switch, which includes Phantom Brave and Soul Nomad, uh, which is awesome. Because if you haven't played Phantom Brave, you need to play Phantom Brave. And the Switch I played is it on the great. PSP. It is so good. It's a very, very good game. It is It is such a freaking emotionally powerful experience, too. Like, the battles are one thing. The battles are... It's Nipponichi battles. That's just how it goes. But the story is so incredible 
Um, like I don't think I ever got that involved in the story of a video game before until I played that. Um, Obviously, you played this game before Final Fantasy VII, then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> About that. Um, no, I don't care. Uh, Final Fantasy. Se- I mean, Final Fantasy VII has a good story, but it's not. Because I knew about like the twist, the twist, yeah, well beforehand, it didn't have that kind of effect on me, and I didn't get attached to the character. So I get that, yeah. Um, and finally, we've got 2.5 million sale mark crested for uh, for Square's Octopath Traveler. That's 2.5 million people that were let down by a subpar story, but great mechanics. Yes, <laughs> and people are still buying it. You know, even with this being told to everybody forever um, that, you know, the story is not that great, but the mechanics are great. People are like, I guess I'll go for the mechanics and they are playing and enjoying it. In all honesty, in all honesty, I think it might've seen a little boost in sales for people picking up um, project triangle strategy. Uh, Probably. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same developer. It's the same art. It's the same everything. It's just a different uh, mechanic based game. Yeah. And from what I was seeing, there's a lot of people downloading Project Triangle Strategy. So um, I think that's going to do well as well. I hope to be so. Honest. The more like AAA RPGs that we can get for the Switch, the better. Um, I know it's like a massive RPG, RPG machine as far as what they have out there for indies. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of AAA ones on there too. There are. But hell, I, I want more. I always want more. I as... As the person I am with the Switch, um, I want more of everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, 4K support on the Switch Pro when it comes out, give me Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, why not? I'd play that again. I'm probably going to play it again when the patch comes out for the PS5. And that and that whole uh, that whole spiel with Yuffie. I mean, it's probably not going to come out on the Switch because I think that is sh- like 100% exclusive to PlayStation. Okay. Just like Final Fantasy 16 is 100% exclusive to PlayStation. Yeah. Except for, I think they're doing a PC release on that eventually. Okay. But Final Fantasy 16 is 100% exclusive to the PlayStation 5. And I hope that comes out this year. I don't think it's going to. But um, I think 7 Remake is only going to stay on, um, on PS5, PS4. It's questionable, though, because Kingdom Hearts just went to PC through the Epic Store. Yeah. Which is crazy. That that came out of nowhere. Where came out it, of nowhere, it's, and it's also sixty dollars a pop for every game individually. Yes, I I thought you could buy like the the story so far for sixty bucks. There's the there's one of them that's that's sixty, but it's like Kingdom Hearts three is sixty. Yeah, I think the story um, so far, is, uh, it, which is everything else, is sixty as was well. Was that the two point five, one point five, and two point five? Yeah, it's like 1.5, You know, it's it's everything else besides three, from my understanding. I don't know 100%. I play through almost every Kingdom Hearts, except for I never finished three. Maybe I will one day. I still don't know what's going on. It's going to be like, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 for full price, then 2.8 for full price, then three and Remind mm-hmm. for full price, and then Melody of... Memory for uh, how is 2.8 compared to 2.5? What? What? What is 
They don't need that much. Hey, Cubby. Hey, Fantasy Geek. Also, hello. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's Run ridiculous. Point. It is horrible. Just, just make Kingdom Hearts 5. Add them all together. Kingdom Hearts 5. There you go. <laughs> and then Kingdom Hearts 3 becomes Kingdom Hearts 6. And then the music game that just came out is Kingdom Hearts 1. I, uh, Yakuza Remastered Collection, 35 bucks is a great deal. Uh, Crusher. Um, it's also, all, I think it's all through... Um, I think every Yakuza game besides like a dragon is included on Game Pass right now. Except six. We never got six yet. Um, it's like part, of I, part of the remastered collection. Three, four. No, wait. Uh, the remastered is three, four, and five. So wait, did we ever get six? Maybe uh, six came out on the PS4. I know oh, that because I. Okay. I I actually in in my my recent pickups I have um, six, and Judgment came, and then some Nintendo games came. Okay. Uh, six, yeah, I, I think six is coming to PC too as well. Eventually, I think they have like one of those exclusive deals with um, with Sony right now. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm surprised because Yakuza was always like a was always a Sony title up until um, like a Dragon. I think was the first actual crossover like launch on multiple uh, platforms. Okay, maybe Judgment too. I don't know about Judgment because that's not um. Judgment's coming to Stadia. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ooh. awesome. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Like I all right, so a little bit of a tangent. You guys know how I like to go on my tangents, okay? Sidebar. Here we go. Um, so I tried Stadia. It's fucking horrible. I can see why Google's like, all right, we're we're throwing in the towel with our our game development. If you guys want to put your shit on our platform, fine. I get that. Stadia did not work well for me, and I have a good connection. Mm. I was getting lag input playing Serious Sam. <laughs> Which, let's be honest here, Serious Sam is not very intensive. No. So I, I also got invited to play, to try, what is it, Luna? Yeah. From Amazon? Yep, Amazon Luna. I got invited to try Amazon Luna. I played East 8 on it. I only played for maybe an hour and a half, two hours. I haven't played East 8. I really enjoyed the beginning of it. I, I should probably start playing that. I have that on the Switch as a hard copy as well. I, I couldn't feel any difference between playing on a console or playing on Amazon Luna. Mm. On top of that, the price structure for um, Stadia is you could play it for free, but you got to buy your games. Right. Understandable. Or you could be Stadia Pro and you could buy your games at a little bit of a discount. Yeah. Amazon Luna, $5.99 a month. Whatever's in the library, play it. So they're basically game passing it. Yeah, okay. for a much cheaper price, and you don't need a, a you don't need a killer PC to play decent games on Luna. Right, right. Now the big thing is depending on what um what uh phone you have is I'm on iPhone, so you know Apple's being dickheads. They don't want you to have any kind of streaming service like um. I can't use uh, the Game Pass, the Microsoft streaming service, whatever it is for Game Pass. Right. XCloud. On my phone. xCloud, yeah. I can't use that on my phone through an app, so that Microsoft is working to make it a browser-based as well. So Luna probably won't work on my phone as well, but I think you can already, okay. Travis. Nice. Which is great. Pixel I mean, three. I, I, I enjoyed my Pixel 3. I don't know why I went with an iPhone, but to be honest with you, <laughs> I, I, I fucking love it. 
I went full. I went full like fanboy too. I have an Apple Watch now. <laughs> but um, that's because you have. So, yeah. That's because you have none of these. I have. I have big wavos, <laughs> all right. But um, so yeah, so Amazon Luna might be a really good service for five ninety nine a month if they keep that price point and you get all these games for free. Well, not free, but based off of that right, price, yeah. if it's Game Pass, that's fucking great. Yeah, that's absolutely. amazing. Do you have to pay for the hardware? There's no hardware. Oh, so it's not like the Stadia at all. It's actually a just a streaming service. Yeah, it's just a streaming service. Okay, because the Stadia is the can, controller too. You don't need to use the controller for Stadia. Oh, you don't. Okay. No, I mean, if you wanted to, uh, if you wanted to hook it up to your TV through, uh, like a, what was it, the Google dongle. Chromecast. Chromecast. Yeah, you, you, I think you needed a Stadia controller at, oh, at start. But I think, okay. I, All right, that makes sense. I, I think you can use a regular one now, like if you had a PS4 or an Xbox controller or whatever. Okay. All right. Uh, Luna is going to be launchable through a Fire Stick. Cool. Luna has a controller, but everything I've read about in the reports is the the controller is hot garbage. <laughs> like it's like a like a 1990s Mad Cat controller. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, like really cheap plastic feeling and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so um, Luna's going to be good as long as they keep the service of what it is right now. Mad Cats. Loving it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Google Stadia, I would not be surprised if they shut the doors on that within the next year. Yeah. Well, there's already a countdown for it, so. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not making any money. People aren't buying stuff on that. Like, I... I claim my free games like i do on the epic game store but i've never played a game on the epic game store and i've never played another game on um stadia uh cubby they just closed down their first party stuff not the actual stadia yeah they're they're not developing games anymore and what's going to be another kicker for amazon with luna is they're developing that open world mmo game yes uh it's on steam and i i i'm waiting for the next uh beta weekend for it or beta trial because i have it um, uh, it was it was gifted to me, uh, New World or something like that. Yes, New World. I was thinking um, Ashes was, of Creation, but that's a different one. It was gifted to me like the last day of the open time frame for the beta. Of course. And everybody I talked to said it's really well done for what it is. Okay. It's got some work, and I'm really excited. And if that if I could play that on my TV in my living room, that would be even bad. better. Yeah. Even better. <laughs> so, sorry, I, I have a little cough. Oh, yeah. Is that a cough? <laughs> I do have a cough. I actually damaged my windpipe the other day, oddly enough, yesterday. I sprinted down a hill to get my kids' iPads because they forgot to rent the house. And I ran back up the hill, and I was so out of breath and winded that it hurt my windpipe actually breathing because I'm that <laughs> out of shape and that my body is that stupid. But that's besides it's the funny. point. That's a whole other thing for another day. It's funny that you're talking about that because if people are looking at us like I'm a big dude, yeah, I'm like, and you're, and you're the tiny one. Tears in shape. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I bike like ten miles a day now, and I, you're, you're. I walk. I walk several kilometers every day in ESO. Yeah, the, the Peloton <laughs> man. I'm telling you. But then half the time I ride my horse, so I'm not getting any exercise that way either. Peloton, it was well worth the twenty five hundred bucks. Maybe someday. But uh, all right. So uh, moving on from uh, from tangent after tangent, uh, we're gonna head on to community achievements. Uh, don't don't 
Well, don't talk about my tangents, all right? Can I talk about your cosines? Sure, sure. All right. Um, so first up, we've got Kai. Kai says, I made it to level 33 IRL. Why do I feel like I'm dying, though? And the answer to that is because you're in your 30s. Yeah, everything stops working, bud. I mean, everything. It's the Rona. Like, <laughs> you, 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 you just you just hurt for some reasons. Yeah. I, I got like the one day I went to my doctor's like my, my new doctor. I'm like, you know what? Sometimes I have some back pain. I wake up and my back hurts. And he's like, yeah, you're you're 36. <laughs> I'm like, really? Well, yeah, I, I walked up the stairs and I sprained my ankle. Sweet. Yeah, he's just like, don't. Don't do that anymore. Don't Whatever move. made you back, don't do it. Don't move. Just whatever you do is stop moving and you won't get hurt. Man, I tried that once. Bed sores hurt. Uh, true. That is true. That is true. I'm not going to do that. Don't do that. Don't do that, people. Don't don't stop moving. Keep moving. Yeah. Keep moving forward. Always forward. Anyway. Maybe to the side a little bit. Yeah. You know, to, uh, the left, to the left, to the right, to the right. All my All my stuff in the box to the left. <laughs> take it from over here and put it over there um so arc sign uh he hit legend status on puyo puyo tetris 2 and yes dr robotnik's mean bean machine is puyo puyo on i never knew that i didn't know that either until arc sign said that i never knew that and i i'm a big proprietor of mean bean machine from the sega mm-hmm. like like sonic had some really good spinoffs on, yeah. on, on the sega like Sonic Spinball and Mean Bean Machine quality th- quality games. Yeah. So I might have to get Puyo Puyo, but then Arc Sign's gonna be like, "Hey, let's play some Puyo Puyo." He's <laughs> always trying to get me to play Smash. I, he plays. I don't. I play Smash at like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's, all I, that's it. I don't play Smash during the day. I play. I've been playing Bravely Default too. Yeah, there you go. But um, I might have to get some Puyo Puyo. Yeah, go for it. It seems like fun. Um, and finally, we've got Crusher. And Crusher says, I finally neared the bosses of the High Entia Tomb in Xenoblade. I uh, got stuck there in the Wii version. Uh, but this time, uh, in the Definitive Edition, uh, he was able to do more side quests and be better prepared for the fight. And I'm happy to say, he did it. He beat the boss. So good for you, Crusher. Well done. Round of applause. That's, that's, a, that's a good thing. Yes. Being that's, stuck at bosses suck. Um, uh, sucks. I should know. I was stuck at a boss in Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne for a year and a half. Yeah, you just beat him recently. <laughs> yes, just recently, a couple weeks ago. So I got to get back to that game too. I just my schedule's full. So okay, so we got our topic of the week. Also, Kabi Bravely Default Two. Um, if you were, I don't think you were here at the beginning of the podcast. Um, I'm like 45 hours in, and. 40 of that is just from like Monday. It's a good game. <laughs> I squeezed in 40 hours on Monday. It was fantastic. So we got our, our, our topic of the week. It's more like a game we're going to discuss. And yeah. to be honest with you, Travis, I haven't played this game probably in like 15 years. That's okay. That's okay. Because you have, um, you come, you have the, the memory of the game. Whereas I have the actual, like I've, the experience of the game. So, and that game is uh, Dirge of Cerberus. Dirge of Cerberus. Yes. No. Um. Final Fantasy Six. Final Fantasy Six is the best Final Fantasy uh, ever. That's debatable. That's my opinion. 
we know that's, this. That's we know that. Uh, no, no, it's still my opinion, but um, but it is all opinions. Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna talk a little bit about Final Fantasy VI. Um, we we have both played this. Uh, I most recently have played this actually for our YouTube channel. Uh, I started to run in Brave New World, and that ended after about fifteen episodes because I kept getting my butt kicked by everything. Uh, because I was like, let's play this like the original Final Fantasy VI, and Brave New World was like. No, nope. you can't do that. It doesn't you gotta work. It's a different game entirely. Uh, but that's okay. Um, so we have some we have some stuff here uh, that you know we'll bring up some points and talk about them. And uh, you know, would love to hear what you guys think uh, after afterwards. You can join us on Discord and let us know, or you can email us, or you can hit us up on Twitter and just let us know. You know your your thoughts on Final Fantasy VI because that would be awesome. I mean, yeah, or we could just hang out after the cast and talk on Twitch, too. Yeah, that, too. Also, so, Cubby, uh, before before we get into Final Fantasy VI, one of the big things with the 7 Remake on PS Plus, if you plan on getting the uh, DLC in the upcoming months in June, you actually need to buy the game. The 7 Remake on PS Plus does not qualify for the PS5 upgrade or the DLC in the future. Correct. Which is a good move on them. It, it is. It makes sense. It's a good business move for them. Yeah, because they're kind of like wetting everybody's appetites with the free with the release of that on PS Plus, and they'll get people to buy into it for the DLC. Absolutely, and uh, you, yeah, you heard it from uh, last week. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure uh, if you if you didn't hear it because well, um, a lot of people didn't read that little blurb on the bottom yeah. of the graphic that they showed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if I, if I, I, I want that patch, the PS5 patch to drop sooner than later, just so I could play through the whole game again on the PS5 before the DLC drops. That would be nice. But, but. no more tangents. Final Fantasy VI. Travis, no. go. Final Fantasy VI. All right. First point we want to talk about is that there is an excellent and quite varied cast of characters. Yeah, um, there's like four. Yeah. Uh, wrong, wrong game. Um, there is. I actually geez, didn't hear what you whispered there. Sweet, it actually worked. Uh, I said, I said, wrong game. There are more than. Oh no, Brave Default Two. Just thinking of Final Fantasy One. No, Brave Default Two. There's four characters too. Okay, but that's not even a Final Fantasy game. I it, it, pretty much here, to be honest. I know, I know. I know. Um, but yeah, uh, there are there are a lot of characters. Uh, for some reason, the actual number uh, I'm brain farting on, um, but it is. Uh, it's nice because every character is an individual. Um, they have their individual abilities. They've got their own story arcs. Um, and they have their own you know, strengths and weaknesses, uh, which is great uh, that you can really build a party out of the kind of style of, of, of player that you want to be, uh, which is really cool. Uh, just don't use Umaro because you can't control him and he's not that great. Um, that this is where I think um, they really hit their stride as far as a square goes with like character building. Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, the previous games they they had a little bit of character development, but it wasn't as in depth as uh, they started with sticks. And then moving forward through you know the the the, the next nine really besides yeah. eleven, eleven doesn't really have character building or fourteen because they're MMOs. I mean, there is some some good storylines as far as character goes with like Shantoto and eleven. But the single player aspect of Final Fantasy, you know, everything but eleven and fourteen, they have really good character development moving from six on. Yeah. Five wasn't terrible, but from what I remember no, no. from it wasn't it wasn't as good five, as six. 
five five is a good final fantasy game in general it's just six like i said six is where they hit that stride of like all right we know what we're doing yeah yeah um so and i will i i i tend to run sabid at all times because of yeah suplexing trains and stuff um that's 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 the only reason to play Final Fantasy VI, guys. Yes. The soup, like the train. Once you're done with the Phantom Train, you're done that's with the game. Where you just restart. Yeah, that's just that is that's end game right there. Is, is suplexing trains. Hey, Noodle, what's going on? Noodle. Um. And uh, yeah, I I just I love the character cast. I love the cast. Um, Setzer Setzer's fun. Uh, Setzer's got a really cool attitude to him. Uh, Shadow is uh, great. Um, I, I don't know. There's just there's something about every character that I that I really enjoy, um, and I think they just they nailed that. They they really nailed it, especially with a cast that big. Hey, what's yeah. up, Zar? Uh, what's up, Zar? Um, yeah, they 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 definitely hit the nail on the head. Yeah. So. All right, you want to go to the next one? Uh, we got the linear world of balance versus the open world of Rune. I'm I'm a big fan of the world of ruin in this game. I think it's done very well. I love open world. I like to explore. And linear is all right too in some some aspects, but every time I think of linear in Final Fantasy, it just brings me back to thirteen. Uh, <laughs> Corridor Simulator two thousand and eight. Yeah, I but, can understand um, that. Once it opens up, that's when the game gets really good for me. Yeah. To be honest. And even still, like there's still some kind of more open parts to the world of uh to the world of balance but it's not necessarily like an open story sort of speak. yeah like you can go there's a certain point where you can kind of go anywhere you want to especially like you know once you get the the uh the airship but it's not like you can't do things out of sequence at that point it's you know you're still following a linear story but once you get to the world of ruin it's nice because you can go collect the characters in almost any way that you want to which is cool I'm getting really rowdy tonight. I'm opening up my second bang. Oh snap! I might go get a. I might. I might have a second balls. I got a second ball for you. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, you. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up, uh, which is the probably the biggest highlight of Final Fantasy VI for me, is Kefka's pure insanity and psychopathy. The dude is just freaking insane um, he is he doesn't care about what anybody else thinks at all he will do what he wants to achieve his own end he is the definition of chaotic evil he, and all, he see, has like, no rules he will just kill anybody for whatever reason so you're kind of <laughs> new who is who I am Adam uh, this over here wait here yeah there we go right here <laughs> that's, that's Travis I'm Travis. Um, I'm the yeah, one that's all Irish out today. I'm the I'm the I'm the Viking looking one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just his his attitude throughout the entire game from when you first really meet him uh, at the the military camp outside of Doma, and watching that sequence of events where he poisons the entire city of Doma and just kills everybody but Cyan is like the first the first time in a game I'm like holy shit what just happened because that was just yeah. absolutely insane like it just came from left field like you never think that a villain is going to just destroy innocent life 
so blatantly like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I know we've had this discussion before several times about Kafka versus Sefi. My boy Sephiroth. <laughs> and and don't get me wrong. Kafka, as far as, you know, he's he's a great villain. Yes. And I'm gonna die on this hill. And I, I know I, I said I was going to... I don't know if I mentioned in the and, podcast last week. you will week. die. I will die. No, I'm not even talking... No, this is just straight up. Like, I'll give Kafka this one. He, he's, uh, he's a more terrifying villain. Mm-hmm. Square Enix has the opportunity to make Sephiroth an even worse villain than he was in the original. Correct. And I think they're doing a really good job of that. Okay. He shows up super early in the game. And... I said this. I think I said this this week when we were in, in a random call. I would die on this hill right now. Final Fantasy VII Remake is better than the original. Hands down. Leave, leave, it, to, leave it to Adam to sidebar onto Final Fantasy VII when we're talking about Final Fantasy VI. I'm, I had to get this out. <laughs> the remake is better. There's better character development. There's better everything. Well, yeah, because and that's what they're and that's I think that's half the point behind the remake is Final Fantasy VII was such a such a great game, but things were hamstrung technologically. They yeah, couldn't do as much as they probably wanted to because it was an early game for the PSX and they just couldn't do it. Like, look at the, the development between seven and nine. Like nine, yeah. I think the the character development is fantastic in nine, much better than seven. Oh, but Honestly, the character development in eight is better than the original yeah, seven. True, true, true. So, um, I mean, everybody shits on eight. Eight's a great game. It's a fun. It's it's better than a lot of the other Final Fantasies. It's better than th- the original three, not not six. Mm-hmm. It's better than four. I'd put it above five, twelve, and thirteen. Fair enough. I I'm okay with that. But um, but everybody I, shits on eight because everybody has the like everybody's coming off that high of oh seven's this great right. game. It's the best game in the world. Right. So everybody shits on eight, but I really enjoyed eight. There's some mechanics in there that I don't like, like the uh, like the summon system and everything. The junction system's kind of rough to get used to. Yeah, but eight's still a great game. But the seven remake, I think if they can do it right, they can make Sephiroth one of the worst, well, best villains ever made in a, in a game. Yeah. Um. And uh, Noodle says that uh, Kefka raised the bar for Final Fantasy villains uh, was only generic. Bad uh, guys totally. Yeah, absolutely. Like Golbez. I mean, Golbez. Golbez and, uh, and Garland. Yeah, just meh. Whatever. Whatever. No. Um, but yeah, Kefka, Kefka was like the first... Out of games I played, he was the first villain with a real personality. And that personality was a psychopath. Now, now the fir- the best villain in every any video game ever is really High Roll Cockamamie from Snake's Revenge. I was going to go with, Hon- with Tom Cruise from Secret of the Stars. No, High Roll Cockamamie from Snake's Revenge... He was from the nation of Ishkabibble. <laughs> That's awesome. It's the it's the best it's the best Metal Gear game that nobody's ever played. It's on the Nintendo. Go play it. I played it. Well, of course you've played it. Yeah. Somebody. Nobody nobody that knows anything about good games has played it. There you go. Um. All right. So uh, let's move on. To Can we have Coliseum? arena battles. Yeah, the Coliseum. It's I mean, fun. I'm not gonna lie. I, 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 this, I'm blanking on the Coliseum. This is all you, bud. I'm gonna, eat, I'm gonna drink my bang energy. Okay, you drink your bang. Uh, so basically, uh, you have the Coliseum, which opens up in the world of Ruin, and you, uh, 
pick a character and they fight against you pick a character you pick an item and you fight against uh an enemy that's chosen based on that uh with an item that you can get that's based on the item that you put up um if you put up like any generic item you'll fight against chupon with an elixir as as a win and the only way that i've ever been able to beat him was to equip somebody with the offering and genji glove and make sure they're fast enough to strike first and kill him in one shot Otherwise, he's going to just sneeze and completely take you out of the battle. Uh, but this is actually he's where you... the Rona. Yeah, he just gives you the Rona everywhere. Oh, what's up, Chris? Um, this is actually where you get Shadow back in the world of Ruin. Um, he is at the he's at the, um, the the Coliseum, and you have to beat him, and then he rejoins your party. Um, but that's the only way to get him back. Um, but I just I just think it's a fun little side. Aside to the you know the main story of desolation is kind of just a little bit of fun and, and a way to you know kind of get some cooler items. There are some items that you can only get at the Coliseum as well. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So we have end game content. We have end game. Eight content. dragons and doom game. Yes, uh, doom games. You run there were dragons. Team. What? There were dragons. There were dragons. Eight dragons hidden around the world, um, pretty powerful. You get a uh, uh, each one drops a particular item, um, and it's it's kind of just fun hunting around the world for them. Uh, of course, depending on how cheesy you want to be playing the game, uh, they were just as easy to beat as any other mob you find uh, with the invi- you know with the uh, what is it invisible doom trick. Yeah. You basically yeah. cast... What's the name of the spell? I can't remember the name of the freaking spell. Um, a Burnination. Sure. Uh, you cast Burnination on them to, to make them invisible. And then yeah, you, you cast you Doom. Burninate, and, you Burninate the countryside. And the village. And the Thatch Roof Cottages. Um, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can... And because there's a bug in the game that allows you to... Uh, that gives Doom a 100% work rate on any vanish vanish on any vanished enemy um doom will work 100% of the time so you can do that to the dragons and they're easy peasy yeah so (laughs) (laughs) so now we got the pixel art um the game still holds up as far as the pixel art goes it really does now it looks even better when you download the Steam version of the game and you get that nice mobile port, just like you should download Chrono Cross. Chrono Trigger? Yeah, I I couldn't even finish that sentence, to be honest. Uh, I hope... All right, so Forever forever Entertainment, we were talking about this earlier. I hope they port all the games to PC that aren't the mobile ports. Yeah. Um, Apparently, though, they fixed Chrono Trigger. Did they, though? Uh, that's what I've heard. I haven't played it, but I've heard that they've actually fixed. They put the they put the correct graphics back in. They fixed the music. I refuse to to download it. I will. I, I won't pay for it because I will just. I'd rather buy it for SNES or DS and play it that way. Uh, Crusher, no, it's it's the mobile port. Yeah, it's on the Steam. mobile port, dude. It's definitely the mobile port with the HD graphics. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah no. Mm-mm. Nope. Not now the D, the the DS is the best way to play the game, to be honest. Yes, because there's added uh, content. I'm not gonna pull it out. 
I was going to say, here, I'm going to show you real quick Final Fantasy Anthology. But... Also, the Final Fantasy Anthology is also really good to play because they, they, they have better uh, cutscenes. Yeah, the cutscenes are gorgeous in that one. They really are. But but the DS has added content. And apparently the DS version of the game is like super expensive now. Which well, I'm not surprised. I don't think it's... Not I, I didn't think it was super expensive. I know it's more expensive, but I didn't think it was super... I'll let you look that up. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. Uh, but yeah, so... Anything before Final Fantasy VII, anything Super Nintendo... Oh, Jesus, 100 bucks, damn. For just a cartridge or complete? That's for complete. It's 94 bucks for the car- uh, for, for cartridge only is 74 Yeah, so... That is expensive. Um, but anything pre-PlayStation, Square Enix has put on Steam is a pile of shit. Yeah, they haven't done well. Um, and I don't know why they didn't port the PSX games. Like Anthology and, and uh, Chronicles. Chronicles, was yeah. it? And Origins, too. Why not? And Origins. And for that matter, port the PSP versions of Final Fantasy 1 and 2. There you go. Well, which is Origins, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have terrible everything in, in those ports. Yeah, I'm... <sighs> I don't know that I, I I won't play them on PC. Um, I, I have I, them. I own them all on PSX, so I'm not going to play them on PC. But whatever. I have them on PSX and I have them on PC for some reason. I don't know why. Because I'm a horrible human being. I tried playing Final Fantasy three, and I played it for I think like a half hour. I'm like, ah, oh, no. Yeah. Hmm. Uh-uh. And give us a different yeah. release of three that's actually a, an upgraded version of the real three that's a better upgrade than the original three. That's not just because we got one and two, four, five, six Chrono Trigger, but we never got three as an as a as a better release than the original. No, no, so, we got we got mobile ports. And have you seen the price of mobile ports on on phones? No, what are they? Twenty, thirty bucks? They're like fifteen bucks. Yeah, that's I. I'd be hard pressed to pay for, pay that much for that for the way that they did those ports. Hold on. Talk about the next section here. Sure. All right. Next up, uh, we've got the fact that love is shown in so many different ways in this game um, is really different from so many other RPGs. I mean, a lot of a lot of RPGs have like kind of love stories or or love shown in them in some ways, uh, but like the fact that you have you've got in the world of ruin, you've got Terra, who's taking care of children because they lost their parents uh, to to the destruction of the world. Uh, you've got Cyan, who's writing love letters back to a woman, um, basically saying that he's her her lover that's stuck out at war. Um, you've got Locke and what his backstory with um, was it Rebecca? I can't uh, remember yeah. her name. Um, and you know you've got. You've got the love that Celeste shows for Sid when she's out catching him fish to help him get better or to kill him off. Um, it's just there are so many different ways that that people show love in this game that is is so unique. In at least in what I've ever played, that is just I don't know. It kind of just gets you. It gets you in the. It pulls on your heartstrings a little bit to, to see. To see somebody, to to see people caring that much about other people, like PCs caring about NPCs, because you know, you don't have in most games you don't, your your player characters couldn't care less about NPCs. They're just there to talk to. Yeah. But in Final Fantasy VI, 
people that your your player characters show love for NPCs, yeah. which is a great interaction that never happens in, in in most RPGs. So I love that. I that's one of my favorite parts about that game. Okay, um, so Final Fantasy games on iOS. <coughs> so Final Fantasy one and two are eight bucks a piece. Okay. All right. Everything past that starts at fifteen bucks. Jeez. And they got some weird price. Oh, Chrono Trigger is ten bucks. So Final Fantasy, um, seven. Yeah. Is uh, where is that at? Is fifteen ninety nine. Final Fantasy nine mm-hmm. is twenty two bucks. Yep. Uh, where's Final Fantasy at? I thought I saw that on here. So the pricing's like kind of all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest though, Dragon Quest is only three bucks. That's how it should be. Um, Final Fantasy for the After Years, uh, fifteen bucks. It looks like they may have actually upgraded the mobile port of Chrono Trigger with the original sprite work. Like the UI still looks like crap, but the sprites actually look like the SNES sprites. Uh, I'm on iOS, Mad. Um, also, I didn't know the world ends with you was on iOS. Ooh, I should check for that on my phone. I would like to try. I, you can get that on the Switch. Twoey. I mean, honestly, besides like Ooh, most bucks. of the games, most of the games you can you can play on other consoles right now, like the Switch. Yeah. I'm not about to ask, see how the world ends with you nope. plays on on a phone. Not trying it. Not if, if somebody wants to send me twenty bucks, sure, I'll let you know how it goes. Maybe that should be the first what? review. First review for YouTube is the world ends with you mobile version. <sighs> nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, anyway, back to Final Fantasy VI. Yes, back to Final Fantasy VI. Um, number eight. Shadow is realms death. Yeah, uh, so this is actually something that was brought to my attention that I never actually noticed before. Uh, was I brought to my attention recently. No, I had no idea. Um, in flashbacks, um, you actually see years ago that uh, Interceptor lived with Realm. And Interceptor leaves to go leave with her dad. So that kind of just leads to the fact that because Interceptor was there, was her dog that that shadow is her dad. Yeah. Uh, which is really freaking awesome. Because Shadow does also show some care later on in, in the world of Ruin for Realm, uh, which is pretty rad. So it's... it's I don't know. I just I like little things like that. I think that's really cool that they, that they, that they put that in there. And I've I'm just learned it now after playing it for the first time years ago. I uh, I never picked up on that to be honest. Like I said, I haven't, yeah. I haven't played this in 15 years or so. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll hook up the old Super Nintendo and play it. There you go. Uh, but next on the list, it's uh the Brave New World ROM hack, which we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Very 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 hard uh, version of the game. It's, I, you, you see a lot of ROM hacks like this for most RP, like older RPGs anymore. Yeah. And now they have randomizers for most older RPGs, mm-hmm. which I 
I played a lot of uh, the um, the uh, randomizers for Link to the Past. You know, one of the best RPGs ever made. Oh, God. And um, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Like I know, I know Link to the Past like the back of my hand. I could, I could, hundred percent that game in under like three hours. Mm-hmm. Uh but no, uh, uh-uh. no more randomizers for this guy. That's fine. Uh, Brave New World, though, is, is cool because they do change some some very base functionality, uh, base mechanics to make it a very different experience. Uh, so it is cool playing through the game again, uh, but having a new experience to it. Um, I will, I, I'm going to finish it eventually, uh, but no, it's not that time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then another, another thing, yeah, you've mentioned it is your favorite Final Fantasy it game. Is, it is my favorite Final Fantasy. Um, I've played... One, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, eleven a little bit, and fourteen. Uh and six still reigns supreme as my favorite, uh, with nine coming in a close second. It's number three for me. That's fine. Well, number one of I, I I've said it a million times. Final Fantasy Seven is my favorite Final Fantasy game. Uh-huh. Because of uh just nostalgia, really. Tactics is number two for me. Okay. I mean, Tactics is just... I, I, I hope Forever Entertainment redoes the Tactics games, because there's, what, three of them now? Uh, I think so. War, well, the ta- War of the Lions was, like, the first one with added content. Yeah, and then there was... And I there's, think there's two other ones. Just Tactics Advanced, for sure. Um, I don't know if there's I, a Tactics I, Advanced 2. I, I think there was a third one, though. I, I'm not 100% sure... But I hope they redo those and maybe add more content, like bring out a fresh new one. I mean, granted, yeah, we have Project Triangle Strategy coming, which is, I I have a strong feeling that's going to be in the rel, like in the same universe as um, Octopath. That'd be cool. Just the same universe, not necessarily in the same area, the same world, the same time frame, even. But I have a feeling they're going to start building up that whole, um, whole everything, as far as that that world goes. Uh, but tactics was so good, and there was two tactics advanced. By the way, there was two. So there, there was, was there was World Lines and, and two other ones. So World there was three. World Lines was the PSP release of Final yeah, Fantasy Tactics, okay. and there was Tactics Advanced and Tactics Advanced Two, both different games. So there was three. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully that's something they they do. And then um, we also have uh, Ogre Battles, another good tactics game that I hope maybe something happens with that down the road. Probably not though. And then we talk about suplexing trains. Suplexing I tried trains. doing that one. Yeah, I hurt my back. That's that's probably why my back hurts. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Oh, damn it. I keep I keep minimizing the camera window, and I don't know where to look. Um, that was too as well, Crusher. There, there was so many good games on the PSP. I need to get a PSP so bad. Oh, I think I still have mine. I don't know if I have a, a charger. And in all honesty, get a... Um, if you can get one, they're they're getting kind of pricey. Yeah, get a PSTV instead. Okay. Uh, n- Noodle, have a good one. All right, see you, Noodle. But a PSTV because you can download tons of um, PSP games right onto the PSTV. Okay. And and Vita games, of course, as well. They're just super expensive. Yeah. And um, I had a I had a PSP. I. I I had it hacked, but I only played games that I owned. 
Um, and it, it, I, I loved it. Uh, but yeah, P, uh, PS TV. Uh, I, I've been looking to get one. They they shot up in price because there's still companies developing for the PSP or the PS Vita. Yeah. Sony doesn't. Limited run game still comes out with shit for it. That's cool. And I think, I honestly think, if Sony were were to come out with another handheld, they do pretty damn good with it right now. I think so. I think they could. Because I, I, there's no dedicated handheld right now. Yeah, you got the Switch. Mm. But there's like the 3DS is pretty much done. Yeah. The DS, the 3DS line, it's done. Yep. I think if Sony was to come out with a new handheld. Pump some money into it. Good graphics, a good OLED screen. Mm-hmm. If you look at the original Vita, which I have an original Vita, that screen is better than any other handheld screen I've ever touched, including the Switch. It's pretty gorgeous. So if, if Sony were to come out with another handheld right now, I think they would they would have a good thing on their hands. You should tell them. Uh, I don't think they're going to listen to me. Yeah. I mean, it's worth a shot. I can try. It's worth a shot. And then, uh, what's next, Travis? uh, 12 and 13, uh, 12 and 14 kind of go together. Um, 12, or I'm sorry, five had, of course, the job system, uh, which we saw reprised in many other Final Fantasy games. Uh, But uh, they removed that in favor of more of a actual class system in Final Fantasy VI, where uh, each character has their own playstyle. Uh, which kind of they have their unique abilities that um, just everybody can attack. Everybody can use pretty much any magic in the game, uh, but it's those unique abilities that kind of cater to your playstyle that let you build that party out of however you want it to be. Um, yeah. And the cool thing is, like some of the characters, like Locke and Setzer, have special uh, um, accessories that they can equip that will change their ability from something to something else uh so yeah Locke can originally steal but if you give him i forget what the item is uh but it turn it changes steel to mug which does a steal and a hit um then you've got setzer who can use uh slots uh, and then if you give him a special item uh he it turns into coin where you actually throw your gold at the enemy to do boatloads of damage um, so it's pretty cool that they yeah. that you have the ability to to kind of change stuff up there uh, which i think is uh, a nice little a nice little feature so you can kind of really you know even customize your character a little bit further so it's cool oh absolutely yeah i'm i'm a big fan of the job system to be honest <clears throat> yeah. because i'm i'm a grindy person so i love to do that additional grinding that's why I have 45 hours in Bravely Default 2. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm only on Chapter 4, and there's two more chapters to go. Huh. Um, but next so we have the Esper system, which is was a precursor to the Materia system in the 7. And I'm, I know I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I, I think the Materia system was the best system in any Final Fantasy game. Today. I think so. I, I think they did it really well. Um, but I think they definitely... If they did, I I wonder where they would have ended up if they didn't have the the Esper system the way they had it in six. Oh, absolutely! And and if you take a look at the storyline between six and seven, there is so many like obvious like, hey, this kind of is the same thing just with a different twist on it. They yeah. pulled so much from six, and I just think the all around package they did better. But it also has to do with the fact that you know technology advanced a little bit. I mean, if, if you take a look at the size of seven compared to six and, and what you can do, what was it? Um, 23 cartridges that would have been on, on the Nintendo 64. Yeah. So 
like I said, I know I'm going to sound like a broken record when it comes to Final Fantasy VII, but it has, one of the things it does have to do with technology, but there is so many like obvious details in both games that just kind of like fit together. Yes. But um, yeah, the Esper system, they did they did a good thing there, and it it helped out in the, the you know the the junction system in Final Fantasy VIII was is once you get used to it, it's a really good system, but it's not the Esper system or the Materia system. Yeah. Um, and one more thing that I did want to mention, that's actually the end of our list, but one more thing I want to mention uh, is the setting of six is it, it peaks for me. Um, it really is uh, the perfect setting. Um, they really nailed down, like some of the final fantasies are very medieval with an airship. And that's kind of as far yeah. as they go. But like Final Fantasy VI really brought some of that steampunk aesthetic into the game. Um, namely, the the city of Vector uh, was was very industrial, especially the Magitech factory. You've got Magitech armor. Um, I was going to say the fir- the first couple of minutes you're walking through mag- with Magitech armor. Yeah, um, you've got uh, I don't know, like you've got you're fighting robots in a medieval setting is, you know, obviously definitely more steampunk than, uh, than any other entry into the series has been. And of course, you know, yeah. once again with seven, you have it as well with the city of Midgar compared to a place like the town of calm, uh, which yeah. is very, very, uh, rustic and, uh, the others more industrialized, so very industrial. So, and very cyberpunk yeah. almost. So, um, but you know, you, I think they definitely nailed that. 100% with Final Fantasy VI. It's just a beautiful game, start to finish for me. Everything. All right. You know what? I'm, I'm probably going to revisit that game very, very soon because okay. I haven't played it in so long. Um, I I think we've talked about this previously where I got a new HDMI switch for my setup here so I have two additional HDMI ports mm-hmm. to run through my capture card. So I might just hook up the uh, the old Super Nintendo with a, uh, a converter and hop into some, some, some good old Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, go for it, man. Uh, so we have God tier, garbage tier. Um, now we're Dirge of Cerberus. Uh, people shit on that game, but it's actually not a bad game. It's really not. Um, <laughs> it's not a bad I used, game. I used to crap on that game all the time before I played it because everybody said it was so bad. And then I finally played it for Extra Life last year, and it was like, it was eye opening. It was it was a solid third person action game with some really it cool is. customization to it, and uh, yeah, it was dark. It was super dark. But look, it's a better shooter than than Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it's yeah, like and you know, as is the case with some other games and some other movies, if it didn't have the title of Final Fantasy seven, it would have gotten a better reception. Same thing with Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah. If that wasn't a Final Fantasy game, that would have been. We'd probably still be getting more games in that universe. Yeah, because the universe of Final Fantasy thirteen is pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. The execution of a Final Fantasy game was not there. Yeah. There's no towns. There's no stores. There's it's Corridor Simulator 20, 2008. Yeah. But, yeah, but the just, game as a whole isn't bad. But seriously, give yourselves give yourselves a a chance to play Dirge of Cerberus. It's a cheap game. If you can get a copy of it and you have a PS2, just give it a shot. I yeah I I I don't think you will be disappointed if you like this style of game. Uh, like it's very kind of like a, D- a Devil May Cry, Ninja Gaiden kind of style shooter. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of action game where it's third person. It's pretty quick, and it's just fun. Yeah, so, I think I think you could beat that game relatively fast. 
I don't know the whole time frame of it. I, I haven't checked the how long to beat. Yeah, I don't. I I don't um, so we, we're, we're up to our question of the week. Um, it's about indie RPGs. Uh, top three. Would you? Um, what are the, your top three, and which would you force the boys to play if you could? I'm, I'm guessing we're, we're the boys. We're the boys, and nobody answered that second part. <laughs> so, I'm a man. Whatever. Travis. I'm, I'm, no, it, no, it specifically says on the question when I asked it on Twitter that uh, we haven't become men yet. So I don't know okay. what you're talking about. All right. Crusher said uh, Dirty Cerberus is 12 to 15 hours. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. I can finish that tonight. Yeah, sure. Uh, so we have Effie Chris um, from the First Encounter podcast. Uh, he says Shadows of Adam from Something Classic, uh, which I've heard nothing but good game things about that game. Yeah. Um, Fear and Hunger by Happy Paintings is a really cool horror dungeon crawler and uh, Arafel game. Yeah. I, I, I don't Arafel. know what that it's is. It's called Arafel. But that's their okay. Arafel is their Arafel game is their Twitter handle. Yeah, these first uh, six are from Twitter specifically. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got Craig's turn, aka Sinister, uh, at Sinister Design. Is he? Uh, he says together in battle. Uh, <laughs> granted, he's developing it, but Adam challenged him to a beard off and pretty much won before it started. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh is that Romace? Romace? Romace Karmahara? Karmahara. Omen Sight uh, and Indivisible. Uh, both are really good games. I've played Omen Sight and Indivisible. And then Lost Dimension as well. I've heard of Lost Dimension. I haven't played it. But um, Omen Sight, fun. Indivisible, also fun. Play yeah. those. Um, at Pedestrian, uh, at, at Pedestrian, says, uh, does Grim Dawn count? That's about as close as I've seen as a real Diablo 2 experience in the last few years. And yes, uh, it was developed by uh, Crate Entertainment, and they are, in fact, an India studio. So yes, Grim Dawn is an indie game, even though it's a Warhammer franchise. Uh, uh, Grim Dawn is really good, actually. That's what I've heard. I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet, but I've heard it's amazing. It's it's really good. I, I think it's out on the Switch as well. Oh, cool. Um, but I, I, I played it through Steam, of course. Um, and we have uh, at Jay's Games, uh, Battle Chasers, Night War, and Shadow of Adam are pretty cool. Uh, Battle Chasers, you can get dirt cheap like everywhere. I yeah. bought my physical copy on the Switch for five dollars at GameStop. Oh, nice. Okay, uh, but it's, that it's 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 a solid game. It really is. Uh, and then we got F- at Farbs McFarbs, uh, and he great says, name. Yeah, he says Eichenfell, and uh, I I looked it up after that reply, and uh, Eichenfell looks pretty freaking sick. So uh, I was looking at that. Out. Yeah. So now we have um, from the uh, from our Discord here. We have our guy Crusher, uh, Dungeons of Dreadmore. I played a little bit of that. Uh, Disco Elysium, I've heard nothing but good things about that. That won like several Game of the Year awards as well. Yeah. And of course, Divinity, Original Sin 2. Uh, I heard, I played a little bit of one. I never played two because one was kind of slow, but I hear two really has a good, good pace and good stride right out, uh, right out of the start. So um, I'm, I'm probably going to pick up those. All right. Um, in favor of uh, saving time, I'm not going to read this entire thing. Uh, Kai basically left us an essay on his on, on their three games uh so we'll go with we'll just uh we'll say caves of cut which is a roguelike uh tales of maj Ayal, which is another roguelike and nino kuni which is <sighs> sort of sort of indie sort of not see sort i'm of. level five 
It's really good. I don't. I don't know if I would. Con- I, Nino Kuni is a wonderful game. As a matter of fact, I think right now it's still on sale on the Switch for twelve bucks. That's worth it. I don't. I don't know if I'd qualify that as a, as a, a indie game, but it's worth being on this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, Crusher man. says Tales is just endless endless content. I think this mm. is. Boop. Sorry. <laughs> you did it again, Travis. I did it again. I always do it. Uh, pointless code uh magna carter 2 on the 360 was great i played it it was really good um indivisible another person for indivisible and then uh pokemon reborn rejuvenation which is a rom hack um some of the pokemon rom hacks are really really good and some of them are are fucking weird these are not rom hacks but they're built up to the ground up with rpg maker really yeah that's cool oh yeah i just saw a rom hack i'm just paraphrasing (laughs) But some of the some of the Pokemon ROM hacks are fucking weird. All right. Uh, we've got Effie Chris, the reprise. Uh, he he hit us up on Twitter and on Discord. Uh, he's got Secrets of Grindia and Swords of Ditto are similar top down hack and slash RPGs, both of which I had a lot of fun with. All right. Our our boy uh, Chaos or, or Origin of Chaos Phil, uh, Hellgate London counts as yeah that that is indie. Uh, but that apparently EA fucked it up. Yes, EA really messed that game up. Uh, they pushed it out way, way too early. The game could have been absolutely fantastic, and EA basically made it die. Uh, speaking of things getting pushed out too early, um, what was it? Um, Dracula Bloodlines or what? What vampire? What was it? The new? There's a vampire game that just got pushed back. Oh yeah, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines Two. Yeah, Bloodlines Two. Uh, that got pushed back, which I'm alright with. Because as long as the game's good when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. They, they switched studios, which is really interesting. They fired uh, Brian Matsoda, who was the writer for yeah. the original Bloodlines, which has me concerned. Uh, as long but, as the game's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. Because um, we haven't had a good vampire game in a long time. It's been a while. Um, then we uh, got... Oh, go ahead. I was gonna, I was gonna, no, you can go ahead. All right. No, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Skeleton House says uh, Hylix, which is a bizarre, surreal four-hour game that doesn't make any sense, but oozes style. Uh, Bug Fables, The Everlasting Sapling. Um, and Clam Man 2, which is a Disco Elysium-like, which is not out yet. I, I, I mean, is there a Clam Man 1? Because I'm all about that title. I don't know, but there is Breath of Death 7 and no other Breath of Death. I know, I know. Yeah. Also, um, Bug Fables. I have that on the Switch. Uh, it is. It is. It's. It's Paper Mario. That's cool. It, it's. It's. It's Thousand Year Door Paper Mario. Ooh, I burped a little bit there. Ooh, nice. And then, and we got my boy Arathon Thirty Two. Uh, also for Divinity Two, uh, Pillars of Eternity, mm-hmm. uh, and Darkest Dungeon. Good calls. Darkest Dungeon is phenomenally hard, and I love it. <laughs> but uh is that it for this week's cast travis uh yeah that's it for this week's cast adam uh, uh travis where can they find us on the internet you can find us at discord at www.therpgkingdom.com uh you can you can find us wait on, that, that, oh, no, that's, that, that, that's, that's sorry that's a podcast that's that's the podcast you can find us on discord at discord.therpgkingdom.com and you can find us right here on twitch at twitch.therpgkingdom.com and you can yes. email us at therpgkingdom.gmail.com uh, Also, Black Eagle Ops, I'm Mad Czar. Thank you for those follows. Oh, sweet. Nick. Hey, Nick. 
Nick is Black Eagle Ops. Oh, okay. He's on the podcast that I used to be on. Oh, the, what, the Retro Rants? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. But, um, yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, Travis, where can they find you specifically you on find, the internet? You find me specifically at Terror Squirrel, uh, T-E-R-R, uh, yeah, T-E-R-R-O-R-X, S-K-W-R-R-L, S-K-W-I-R-L, <laughs> at, uh, on Twitch, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Dasher, on Dancer, on Prancer, on Vixen. Nice, nice. Thanks. Uh, for me, you can find me on Twitter at Xcore Games, as well as on Instagram and um, TikTok. I'm going to be streaming primarily on this channel, though, so you should follow here if you're new to the if you're new to the uh, the Twitch channel here. Yep. But uh, I think that's going to be it for this episode. That's it. Um, bye, everybody. Balls, bye. One quick thing before we go, I just want to give a quick shout out to Jester8082 for supporting us on Patreon. And you can hit us up at patreon.com slash the RPG Kingdom if you would like to as well. All right, bye.